Welcome in. My name is Chris Ryan. So glad that you are here. However you are listening to us, whether by podcast or on FM radio, we are so thankful. This show is called Growing on the Vine, and this is where we take a look and, and we speak to micro-ministry leaders in Southwest Riverside County and introduce you to some amazing ministries that are going on right here in our area that you might not even know about. Today we are actually continuing our conversation with Faith Zimber. Now, if you go back to episode four, you know that Faith is the mom of Lily Kelly. Lily Kelly went to be with our Lord just after her 15th birthday, but Lily's legacy lives on. And you can see that in the Chapel Coffee Campus in downtown Marietta. It's more than just a chapel, and it's more than just coffee, and it's more than simply a campus. This is a place for community. This is a chapel and a campus that had been empty for years, and now it is spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. Our guest this week is Faith Zimber with Lily Kelly Ministries talking about the Chapel Coffee Campus in Marietta. Faith Zimber is our guest and Faith is with Lily Kelly Ministries. And one of the parts of the ministry that is so important, it's Chapel Coffee Campus. This is a campus that your daughter loved. It's become more than just an empty building. Talk to me about Chapel Coffee Campus, what it was, and kind of the challenges sure. to get where we are right now, what the campus looks like as of now. Sure. Yeah, so we are in the heart of uh, downtown Marietta, and so we own the chapel and the small building next to it, uh, which was in many ways a community um, and or church building for all of the years that it was there. Uh, the chapel um, is over 100 years old, and um, prior to us purchasing that property, uh, it was in well, it's still a bit in disrepair, uh, but it was not used. It was not used for anything um, for about 20 years prior to us, just, to us purchasing the property. The Lord showed me that property uh, one year and one day after Lily's call home to heaven. And so this, exactly what we're doing with it is what we would be uh, using the land for. And so as you can imagine, it's like, what? I don't need a project. You know, I'm, I'm a grieving mother. And, um, but I pressed into it and believed that he was going to, to do what he said he was going to do, right? Uh, he tells um, Mary um, that blessed is she who believes that which the Lord had told her, right? Luke 145. And so I believed, Lord, I, I believe you. I don't get it. I don't understand. How are we going to come up with a million dollars um, and negotiate um, terms with someone who doesn't want to negotiate? It's been sitting vacant for 20 years. He doesn't care. And yet he said, watch this, right? And so we pursued that property uh, for about a year and eventually did get a um, signed offer. And we're in, um, we're teed up to pay it off um, in less than two years time which again is, is the hand of the Lord. Um, so he had been protecting this property for this exact use um, for at least those 20 years, but I believe he's known all along since the foundations of the earth, right? He knows all things. And so um, we have been able to function in that property for just over a year and a half now. Um, it's a work in progress. As you can imagine, it's been in disrepair for many, many years. A hundred year old or hundred year old building is already gonna be a challenge and then uh, Deferred maintenance is another issue. Um, our coffee house um, is from the 1940s, also much deferred maintenance. And so uh, the Lord has been incredible. Um, I believe that he commands the ravens to bring the meat to Elijah, right? And he's doing that with Lily Kelly Ministries as well. Um, he took a, a mom that's grieving, who has nothing, no interest, no, no um, known 
um, expertise of any kind in ministry, and he is doing something remarkable because it's him, the Holy Spirit through the blood of Jesus in this delicate vessel who has hardly anything to give anybody, and yet he's doing it. I'm overflowing just as Lily desired of her life. He's doing it through me as well. And so on our property, we have these beautiful old buildings. We've been able to renovate the land. We, we can function there on the land. Our coffee shop opened in uh, January and uh, we are open two days a week currently at the coffee shop um, because we can't open more until our sewer is tied into the city uh, municipal water district sewer system so that's always a fundraising um, need for now certainly we're a nonprofit, so fundraising is always going to be a place um, of need um, and so those who feel called to give to community outreach in the name of Jesus uh, we're a beautiful place to get to do that our coffee shop is a nonprofit um, all proceeds go back to Lily Kelly Ministries to continue sharing the love of Jesus uh, that's where those Jesus loves you signs come from those are free to our community Jesus loves you bracelets those are free to our community um, so all those things cost money um, our land our roof our um, water our heat our air conditioning right now it's hot those are all because of our faithful and tremendous amazing community that is coming alongside us and supporting that so our building our our land is the lord's he has deemed me as the leader to steward this property back into his good purpose and we're doing exactly that i take my job extremely seriously uh, the lord could have used anyone uh, many 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 would be far more equipped for the calling but as i did stand on the property last year and i asked him lord why have you given me the keys to your property? And he didn't waste even a second. He responded so sweetly, you were willing. And so that is what we do at Lily Kelly Ministries. That's what we're doing with the land and the property and the coffee house. It's so much more than coffee. It's so much more than a sweet little building that makes great photos as a backdrop. Um, let's teach our community to be willing vessels used for the power of the Holy Spirit through the blood of Jesus. We are recording a second episode. In our last episode, we spent about an hour talking about Lily so that we have a reference in this episode. Tell me about Lily. It's Lily Kelly Ministries. Correct. Tell me about Lily Kelly. Yes. So in very brief, uh, Lily Kelly is my daughter, uh, my only child. She was called home to heaven at the hands of a drunk driver four years ago um, at the age of 15 years old. And so Lily Kelly Ministries was an incredible, beautiful thing birthed out of loss. And so we created lilykellyministries.org, a nonprofit ministry that truly at its most basic and simple level is sharing the love of Jesus with all of those who have earshot that they too can have the saving grace of Jesus the way Lily did, the way I did, so that all of us can truly navigate the storms of our lives, which of which we all have. Um, yours might be different than mine, but as a grieving mother, I am able to share the love of Jesus with a hurting community because I knew Jesus before my storm. So I am compelled to share the love of Jesus with anyone and everyone who will is put in my path. And that is what our ministry specifically does, is shares the love of Jesus, his forgiveness, his compassion, and his salvation because we need it here for, for this life, um, but we certainly desire the promise of eternal life with him forever. When I had first heard about your ministries, I wanna say it was late 2000, early 2021, and, and I had heard about it through the announcements that there is a walk around the block, and it's referred to as a Jericho walk, right? Correct. Talk to me about when that started. When that started, what the reason is for that, and the community that's come behind that event. Sure, 
Yeah. So as I had mentioned, uh, the Lord revealed this property to me as I was walking to the cemetery uh, one year and one day after Lily's call home to heaven. Uh, Lily loved Old Town uh, Marietta. And so we would go through that regularly, she and I, uh, listening to praise music, covering the whole area and the territory uh, with praise. And so uh, she's laid to rest um, on Ivy at the cemetery there. So I'd walk there every day, uh, sometimes twice. And um, so he revealed that property to me. And so I said, Hey Lord, if this is really what you have for me and for this ministry, um, then I will press in with faith. And so I started walking that block seven times around Ode to Jericho um, and Joshua leading the Israelite people uh, in deliverance, um, or rather the Lord delivered Jericho to them. And so I would do so. Um, we did that. I, I started bringing others uh, in the community alongside me and we would do that. Um, it's coming up now. It's at least three years we've been doing it. Um, three, two and a half, three years. And so um, I started walking the block, bringing the, the people. I committed actually only to seven weeks, right? Oh, to Jericho, it's seven and seven, seven. And so um, we know that scripture says that to the faithful, he reveals himself faithful. And so I made the announcement, seven weeks, we're just gonna do this incredible thing. It's gonna be a fun activity for these seven weeks. Halfway through that seven weeks, the Lord said, uh, it's indefinite. Wow. Okay. So every Saturday, that's right. Every Saturday. So I made the announcement, Hey guys, we're going to continue on. We're going to do this every Saturday. Week eight of that first seven weeks, we received a $500,000 donation towards the purchase of that property. And that is why we have been able to purchase that land, move in and get started. He is faithful to the faithful. So imagine if I had stopped short, I would have still been obedient in part, but not in full. You're still walking the Jericho walk on Saturday mornings right now. That's right. Every Saturday we have never stopped because the Lord was very clear with me. It's indefinite. (laughs) Uh, So we have walked that block um, seven times every Saturday since the very first. Who's coming on Saturday mornings? Prayer warriors, community, Uh, you can bring your uh, children in strollers, dogs on leashes. Um, It's a beautiful time of prayer and community and fellowship and fun. It's been shared with me that, you know, they were silent during the the march around Jericho. I said, yes, I understand that, but we are doing it out of a condition of our heart. So uh, it is not a silent time unless you want to be. It is a time of fellowship and fun and prayer. And yes, we we don't uh, just pray over our needs and and the needs that the Lord has put in our hearts for this particular ministry. It's a time of of coming together in Jesus' name to intercede over our nation, over our valley, um, state of California, and over the globe. And so that is what we do. Uh, The Lord was clear with me when we started, when I started Lily Kelly Ministry. Teach them to pray. Teach them to read the word. And then give them a place to apply them. And so that's what we're doing as as a ministry, is creating place to teach people how to pray. And so we have a book, uh, a booklet um, that we, we use for the Jericho Walk and it's taking the Lord's Prayer as our example. And so with every single lap of those seven, um, it's a portion of the Lord's Prayer, but it's also um, scripture that backs that up. And so you're covering our area with prayer, you're covering our area with scripture. Um, and we know that where two or more are gathered, there I will be with you also, right? The Lord promises that. So we are unifying the body of Christ there are many, many, many 
churches represented through their parishioners at Lily Kelly Ministries, and that's exactly in the intent, is that we would all come together and intercede for our community, our nation, our globe in Jesus' name together, have fun together, right? Enjoy one another. Faith Zimber is my guest, and we're talking about Chapel Coffee Campus in uh, downtown, historic downtown Marietta, and Lily Kelly Ministries. I want to talk about these two buildings that are on the property separately for a minute. You had mentioned that the chapel is about 100 years old. Correct. And it was empty, dormant for about 20 years. Correct. It's a building that the Lord has blessed. Absolutely. But it's old. It's historic. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful building. Talk to me about what it was like when... Lily Kelly Ministries now has property, and here's a building, 100 years old, 20 years, hasn't been, nothing's happened. Talk to me about that building mm. and its importance to the community. Oh, sure. Yeah, so uh, as you can imagine, and I can only imagine, right, uh, 100 years ago or more, um, in the heart of Marietta would have been dirt roads, few homes, maybe a general store. Um, and so for us to have this beautiful property um, and to honor the Lord for, for what and who he is, but that he has allowed this building to, to stay and to, to be still there. But it's a hundred year old church that is ministering right now. Yeah. What has that transition been like? Yeah, really incredible, humbling that the Lord yet again, uh, just as I mentioned about um, him choosing me to be Lily's mom. He's choosing me to steward his precious, valuable property back into his glory. I'm humbled. I don't understand why he would use such uh, an undeserving sinner to do this work. Um, and yet I take it extremely seriously. Uh, we get to use this beautiful building, too small for any kind of congregation, but, but we get to use it for daily um, outreach. It fits comfortably about 40, 50 people would be absolute max. And yet that isn't the perfect number, right? It's just small enough to where we can really know each other and love on one another when we're there. Our prayer chapel will be opening, uh, we're, we're vetting it for about uh, September, that that would be open every day, the days the coffee shop is open. And so just this place where, where the, the, the passerby can just be loved on, right? And so as we pray over this property on the regular, I often am, am prompted to pray over the generations that started there. Where are they now? These kids, these grandkids, great, great grandkids, right? That started there a hundred years ago. How many families were um, started there? How many baptisms and how many were married and dedicated babies and uh, all these incredible things that happened in that property. And the Lord knew this property would be his forever. And that's the beauty of what uh, we get to see, right? in the rear view, like, wow, Lord, like you had set this aside for you always. And we get to now pick up that torch and continue running with it to share the gospel on such a basic and simple level, uncomplicated. Jesus loves you and he wants you to live with, with ease, right? And remove your burden and carry that for you. And so what is happening at these incredible old buildings, you know, a hundred year old and then um, the, the property 
the house next door. I'm told that's where they had the baptisms, was in the little house next door. That's where they had the children's church. That's where they had the after church picnics, right? Like we're doing that. Um, our coffee shop is where we're doing that, right? We're having the so-called the picnic, right? The, the fellowship opportunities um, right there on the property and it's only growing. And so I'll share with you and your listeners a pretty awesome thing that God has shared with me, which is uh, Lily Kelly Ministries will be the largest land owner in downtown Marietta. I don't know when. He's not told me that part, but he has told me that much so far. And uh, darn it if I don't believe him because he's already done things that don't make any sense. And he has been so faithful. And so we get to step in to all of that, all that he's doing through these old buildings. Um, and it's gonna require a lot of hands, many, many volunteers. It's gonna require a lot of money. A lot of funding is gonna be required, as you can imagine. I was not a ministry founder or running a, a ministry prior um, to Lily's Call Home to Heaven. And so now I run a ministry. Um, now I run a coffee shop. So I'm a small business owner. I, I run a prayer chapel. I run praise nights. I run, you know, Bible studies and such. And so uh, the Lord is teaching me on the job, so to speak, right? And so funding is always going to be something that we need. We do outreach activities. And to keep in mind, too, that these are tax write-offs for those um, who are giving, right? And it's going to take a lot of of people a lot of prayer we need to spend more time on our knees than we do doing anything else period it's turning a church which was at one point an active church Mm -hmm. many it it was a building where people would come they would they would hear the gospel Mm -hmm. the building sat dormant the ministry didn't stop but now that ministry out of the same building can continue to reach people for Christ. Mm. There's another building on the property, Mm -hmm. and this is the coffee part of the Chapel Coffee campus. What was this building over the last hundred years, Mm -hmm. and what is it now? Yeah, so uh, it was a women's society club um, it was the children's church um, building for the for the church, um, and they had the baptismal in there, and they also did activities um, for the church. In more recent history, um, after the church closed, uh, it was a bike shop, and it was like a little paint shop as well, uh, but not a lot of flourishing business has been happening on that um, property. Quite frankly, it was a blight on community. Um, when we purchased the property, there was a vacant car that had been gutted and was just camped out there. We had to roll it off the property and have it towed away because uh, you couldn't even start it. There was no engine. Um, so it was being used as just kind of a catch-all for folks. It was kind of a shortcut through the alley for the local people. And so it's really remarkable to see uh, what we've been able to accomplish because of the Lord, but because of community um, on this this little old um, property uh, in downtown Marietta. And it just it is always reminding me, mind you, the chapel doesn't look any different than it ever has. We have HVAC and our toilets run and some basic things have done um, so that we can function within that building, Um, but there's not new paint. Um, The eaves are still needing repair. The roof is still a sieve. And as much as it will require a great and tremendous amount of money to get that up uh, into current working order and the fullness of what we would all like. But aren't we all a work in progress? And I think that uh, the Lord, well, I know for sure that the Lord is so unconcerned with, with the appearance. And yet I believe he, he cares so much about the progress of the journey 
And it's usually our interpretation of what we think the finished result is that's off. Because his finished result, I don't know that it's ever going to be this perfect, shiny, new, turnkey experience. I think that these buildings stand. Uh, we're using them um, to the best of our abilities within their, their dilapidated state. And isn't that all of us? We're all a work in progress until we get to go home into his full glory. And so we get reminded of that daily there. It's just these beautiful old buildings that still have so much to give, right? Faith Zember is our guest today. Uh, we're talking about the Chapel Coffee Campus in downtown Marietta, historic downtown Marietta. In our world, and, and you had talked earlier about this building, the, the coffee building now, being a place where people would, uh, the church would congregate. That's what the building is doing again in our world. The coffee shop is almost like a community center in, in any yeah. coffee shop you go to whether the chains or the locals there's people who are studying god's word there's people who are doing homework there's people who are meeting it's a meeting place meet me here right, right? and we all know where it is and this building is it's doing that as a coffee shop but it's not just kind of a pour your own coffee this is baristas absolutely and legit yeah tell, yeah tell me about what an open day because and we'll talk about the fact that not every day is an open day but what an open day looks like sure. at the at the chapel coffee campus that's right yeah so we are crafting incredible excellent espresso drinks literally one at a time um, specific to the desire of of the patron um, they're at chapel coffee and so a day in the life there it's just incredible that uh, we have been able to open. We function with uh, volunteers. The only paid employees are um, the baristas, and we have one barista on at a time. Uh, it requires 15 volunteers to keep us running on a single day, uh, and it requires three baristas to keep us open on a single day. It's a lot to manage. There's a lot of community opportunity at Chapel Coffee. And so it's just this beautiful place that we all get to participate, right? It's a place to serve and be served, right? It's a gathering place, and, and it's all in Jesus' name. It's incredible. Every single cup, uh, whether it be an iced tea, a lemonade, or uh, an espresso drink, says Jesus loves you on it. Our volunteers are trained um, how to put that label on the cup and so that it is placed in front of the patron. And so every single time they take a sip, they see, hey, guess what? Jesus loves you, right? And it's just this beautiful experience that God has created there for us. Um, and so we started, you know, it takes somebody just crazy enough uh, to believe that God's going to do all the crazy things he says he's going to do. And so he put that in my heart. So we had, it's always been slated as a coffee shop, but I believed it was time to get started. And so we were able to open that up in January, um, just a few days a week. And so with with volunteers again we paid the barista and pretty much everyone said that's nuts that makes no sense how are you going to operate with all volunteers I said i don't know but the lord is going to provide and he has and so it's just been an incredible process to see what he is doing there and it really gives opportunity for the community to serve all of our volunteer shifts are three hours and so it allows people to to come and serve and yet it's not so long that it's your whole day it's a pleasant experience you get to go and and be about the rest of your day it's all ages um, it's just been a beautiful beautiful experience teenagers get to come and um, get their their credits for school and serve alongside their friends you know adult middle age um, we have served a, an unlikely 
demographic, which is, is near and dear to my heart in the sense that they've experienced sorrow and loss too, which is widows. Um, it has ended up being a beautiful place. I'm told many widows have a difficult time on Friday nights. And guess what? We have given place for all of us to come together um, and celebrate each other, be in community, and have a fun time doing it. There are certain days that the coffee shop is open, or is it that the coffee shop can serve? And we're going to talk about why. Sure. Why that is. Let's start with open hours. Sure. Currently. Sure. So we have this incredible gift, uh, which is that the community, the municipalities have allowed us to be open using a temporary event permit. It's it's unthinkable. It's it's unheard of. They are allowing us to do something that's never been done before. So our old buildings are, they are, we're on a septic system. And so uh, we can only be open two days a week under this permit process because in order for us to be a full-fledged coffee shop in that area, we must be tied into the municipal water district's sewer system. And so what is so amazing about this story, and to the lay person or hasn't been around very much, uh, it's, a- it's wildly aggravating um, because we're only open two days a week. But what I am quick to remind people is that we are open 200% more than we should be. Two days a week is 200% more than zero. And so until we can have that, it's fundraising and it's also just part of the building process. It takes a long time to get through those processes. So uh, we're fundraising for that specific need. We, it's a $100,000 need um, to tie into the sewer. These two buildings need to be now tied in. We have to abandon our sewer system, um, septic system. Um, so we still need about $65,000 in order to complete that. But we have started moving forward in faith. And so uh, we believe that the Lord is gonna continue to command the Ravens to bring the meat to us and all of the things that we need to complete the process. So in the meantime, we are using our temporary events permit, which allows us 25 days in a 90-day period. And so that equates to two days a week. And so it is just, again, another incredible blessing that the Lord has shown so much favor on us. And indeed, I said, hey, I think we need to open in January. And he's given us a way to do that using a creative um, way um, to use our permit. And I can't say enough amazing things about our city, our health department, even our water uh, municipalities. The city council of Marietta has been absolutely incredible. It just goes to show when Lord, when the Lord is for you, he paves the way and he, he creates favor in, in your path. Are the two days the same every week? Every single Saturday, the first and third Thursdays of the month and the Fridays in between. Uh, The reason for that is because we have been given this incredible permit to use because of our market nights in Marietta. Downtown Marietta has market nights twice a month, the first and third Thursdays. And so we're allowed to use our permit uh, as long as we incorporate those Thursdays into our schedule. And so that's why the complexity of our schedule is such that it's every other Thursday and Friday, basically, but then every single Saturday. And so for those of you who are willing uh, to to track our schedule, go on uh, chapelcoffee.com or follow us on social media. The schedule is always posted there. It's in a visual way. It's also in a written uh, format too. So you can read it, you can save it, you can just do a quick double check. Um, But it's incredible, you know, and so the faint of heart, um, you know, may not be be coming right now, um, but we have an incredible faithful patron group. Um, Just this past weekend, I would venture to say 25 to 30 um, percent of our patrons were brand new and have never heard of us. And wow, if we can continue growing that way while retaining our new or our existing uh, patrons. Wow, when we're open, uh, you know, five or six days a week, what an incredible blessing this will be to our minute to to our community. You know, it's a half acre of usable land, a sixth or 0.6 um, acres 
in the heart of uh, historic downtown Marietta. So just think, wow, if we can open daily, not only will the funding be so much greater, all the opportunities for so many more volunteers, for part-time baristas, right, to have uh, more job opportunities, but all the blessing and all the community that's happening there. Even in our two days a week, we have two men's groups that meet there that are pretty large um, on Thursdays and Friday mornings. We have others that meet there even when their property is closed. Every single week, we have these big Bible studies that are coming there and saying, we don't care if you serve us coffee or not. This place is special. The Holy Spirit is here, and we want to be on the land. And so we keep our chairs and umbrellas out 24 hours a day so that you can truly come. And if we're not open, bring your sack lunch and please come and enjoy uh, the property because it truly is the Lord's property that he has put me in charge of to steward back into community for his glory. Now, this property... You had, uh, you've told us the story about getting, and I'm going to go over on this episode too, if that's okay. There was a time when you had purchased, or Lily Kelly Ministries had purchased the property, and then, it, correct me if I'm wrong, you get hit with this thing that you can't open it up because of the sewer issue. Did you know about that going into the purchase of the property? Uh, I knew that we would have some sewer tie-in needs. Um, I did not know that we could not function as a as a uh, coffee shop without tying in. That was news to us. Um, and so uh, we had a temporary closure um, to get some things um, coordinated. Um, but they've been so gracious to us to allow us to function to some degree, which again is two, 200% more than zero. And so it's really incredible. Um, so no, we didn't know the fullness of what those requirements were. Um, I did not understand, we did not understand um, that the health department will not allow us to function on a septic. Our septic system works great. We thought that was going to be adequate. Um, it is not. They do want us to tie into the sewer. So it's very costly and it takes a lot of time. Um, but what I'm constantly reminded of, um, certainly with this, the, my history of Lily's call home to heaven, but really all aspects of life, and certainly this one being no different, nothing happens under heaven that is a surprise to the Lord. So he either authored or allowed all things. So this is not surprising to him um, that we're only open a couple days a week or that we had a shutdown or that we have fundraising needs or that we have all of these things, right? Uh, And as I had mentioned before, uh, his ultimate goal is usually not our ultimate goal. We think he wants it to be shiny and new, turnkey, brand new roofs, brand new everything, and everything looks shiny and easy and um, perfect and complete but I don't believe that's what he actually wants. I think he wants us to navigate the journey in Jesus' name uh, with kindness, with goodness, with grace, with patience. And so that really is the point, not the turnkey shiny experience. The journey is where you learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the end goal, you can get there without learning anything. Yes. But what you have now is a position at the end goal, but you haven't learned anything. Yeah. So I want to talk about this project for just a moment. It's going to require, what, backhoe, big pipes, Mm -hmm. but this is going to be something that Lily Kelly Ministries has to do Mm -hmm. to be able to get the coffee shop open more often. Correct. And you're going to have to get workers in there to connect the buildings to the city sewer. That's not an inexpensive project. No. Talk to me about what we're looking at. Yeah, yeah. So that expense is uh, about a hundred thousand dollars. Our community has been so lovely uh, up to this point. That 
particular need uh, we we posed to the community up to this point and uh, we've brought in about thirty seven thousand dollars towards that specific need but we still need you know over sixty thousand dollars to complete that need as i've mentioned several times he commands the raven he commands the widow to make her last loaf of bread and yet it multiplies and multiplies and multiplies right and so we know that god is in charge but we also know that he is the one commanding the widow he's the one commanding the raven are the raven and the widow in that example in the old testament are they being faithful are they being responsive are they being obedient and so i don't know right i don't know who he's called none of us do right that's the beauty of the mysteries of the lord and yet i walk in faith trusting that he has not brought me to this as a leader of our community outreach to have it fail and so yeah we we are looking forward to how is he going to accomplish this who has he called to the table to participate with us who is a financial partner with us who is a time partner who wants to serve who's being called to serve and give their gifts and their their talents here at lily kelly ministries and we have been so fortunate up to this point truly blessed the favor of the lord has been on us in this process that he has been providing up to this point incredibly so the city has been uh, so supportive the water district the health department the city council one-on-ones have been incredibly encouraging city officials have said we want you here how can we support you so we just we're in a position of of absolutely uh, feeling blessed quite frankly if somebody wants to get involved yeah how would they go about doing so? Everything can be accessed from our website, lilykellyministries.org. You can donate there. Again, all donations are tax deductible and they all go back into our ministry to share the love of Jesus um, and certainly the infrastructure needed to do so. But everything is on our website. The story is on our website to volunteer. It's all on our website. That's a tab that says volunteer. Uh, You can actually use our website to submit your prayer requests. Prayer is extremely important to us. And so there's a tab that says uh, prayer request so you can submit it there and and we will we have an entire prayer team that covers each and every one in prayer we just love our community we want to shine jesus to each and every one wherever they happen to be in their journey along their path the website is chapel coffee dot com it's dot com okay yeah so chapel coffee well believe it or not well you would right chapel and coffee are a very common phraseology across right. the world so those domains are hard to get so uh, although we are a nonprofit, we couldn't get dot org but uh, chapelcoffee.com and you'll see in the reading that it is truly nonprofit. and of course lily kelly ministries dot org will get you to both places there's a lot of information there's a lot of stories that that we've talked about over the last couple of episodes this episode and the one before when we dedicated entirely to lily kelly and if you haven't heard that i just pray that you'll go back find that episode on the podcast and listen to that episode as well it is very powerful it is very important faith zimber thank you for being here thank you for the time for both of these episodes you can find out more at chapelcoffee.com and lilykellyministries.org. I want to thank Faith Zimber for joining us for the last two episodes of Growing on the Vine. It's an amazing story hearing about Lily Kelly, who went to be with the Lord at 15 years old. But what this girl left as a legacy, the Chapel Coffee Campus is for everyone. It is for the community. Find their list of events, and I'm sure you're going to find something that is going to pertain to you or your family. 
Make the Chapel Coffee Campus a regular stop in your family involvement in Southwest Riverside County. You'll be glad that you did. You can listen to this and all episodes of Growing on the Vine on our podcast. Just search Growing on the Vine on your favorite podcast platform. We are there literally on all of them. Our thanks to Faith Zimber and for you for listening. This show is called Growing on the Vine. My name is Chris Ryan and we'll see you next time. God bless. God bless.